Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Oh. <laughs> Happy holidays. Guys, guess what? Merry Christmas. <laughs> no. Oh. Taryn. It's Christmas though. No. No, it literally More is Christmas. More importantly, it's my birthday. Oh, shoot. So yeah. are Happy you birthday. actually my best friend? <laughs> Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Merry Christmas, Ash. guys. Ash, you can't get mad at me and then interrupt my birthday song, I didn't want to hear the whole song again. <laughs> um, Merry Christmas. Ash and Taryn here. We are so excited to be spending the holidays with you guys. Yes. Um, you know, we... Because we're just such givers, we gave our team some time off, but we were like, okay, we don't want to not give you guys something, especially for Christmas. Mm -hmm. And so our gift to you, that some of you are going to be like, what? And then some of you are going to be like, yeah. (laughs) What is our gift to them, Ash? We decided to give you guys a super exclusive Supercast episode to you guys. So obviously some of you guys are already Supercast subscribers and have probably heard this already, but we know a lot of you guys aren't and we thought how fun would it be if you guys got to experience what it's like Supercast. over on Supercast. Also like it, I'm very curious to hear um what the thoughts are because yeah. like I feel like for me our Supercast episodes just feel it feels similar, but a little more raw, and yeah. I fe- I think that's the feedback we've we've been getting. So we just wanted like you guys to see what's going on there, and if you feel like you've been missing out, we're giving you a supercast episode mm-hmm. and an AMA episode, which we do monthly AMAs on Supercast. So we hope that you guys enjoy this, yeah, and you're excited, and and it's our little gift to you, yeah. Merry Christmas, enjoy your present, and if you like it, maybe check out our subscription service. Yes. Where you can sign up and get all of them. We love you all. I hope you guys have an amazing holiday season. And we will talk to you next week. Bye. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks... Then, there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Okay, I'm ready. Sorry. Sorry. It's like the biggest breath. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to Supercast. Supercast. I know you missed us. I know you missed us. I mean, they missed you. They heard me last week. I was going to say, I, you, they missed us together because for the last they two mi- weeks, we haven't been together. It's yep. just been solos, which I hope you guys really appreciated the solos. Um, it's a lot of work talking to yourself. It really is. It's a lot of effort on, really on one's part. So <laughs> hopefully on you appreciated part. that. <laughs> um, Thanksgiving is this week. Yeah. Which is wild. Well, they're listening to this on Thanksgiving. Correct. So happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, guys. Well, you could have listened to it later, but I mean. That's true. It comes out on Thanksgiving. So this is our Thanksgiving present to you. Happy holidays, folks. Ashley, do you mean to say that people don't rush to immediate listen? I mean, immediately I, I do. Listen and to I'm listening episodes? to myself. Um, 
I don't think you listened to my episode. I haven't. <laughs> you know why? Because I, I know you hadn't because I said something in there about me. Well, actually, a this test. Is, was it a test? It wasn't a test, but okay. Test me. Ash, I'm just going to come clean. Okay. I forgot to record my episode until <gasps> midnight the night before. Classic. So like literally I set up my phone mm-hmm. on the tripod and just hit a voice memo. And then my phone tripod was next to my bed with me laying down. So it's oh. like literally the beginning is just you hear my, my blankets like <laughs> rustling. But it actually, I'm not joking. Like it was one of my favorite things because it was like so raw. Because I was just like halfway between like consciousness and like asleep hilarious but i was dying because i was like i hope ashley doesn't listen to this and then i was like actually i do hope she listens to this it was just funny it's hilarious how prepared i was for mine (laughs) and how unprepared you were for yours but like it's funny because it all came together so good and like it just like i i loved my episode um but it's funny because i probably wouldn't have listened to yours if i didn't edit it yeah (laughs) Yeah. so you're off the hook yeah i don't yeah there's just so much content out there. I stopped listening to Alicia's stuff. I stopped, you know, it's hard unless there's like a specific episode that I'm like looking forward to listening to, which I still want to listen to Murph's episode, but oh, we'll yeah. get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, shall we get into it? Yeah. We're doing a little AMA for you guys. AMA. And this is actually our very first time doing AMAs. As you guys know, we are going to be doing these monthly, but for the first month, obviously, we were doing October series, so it didn't count. So this yeah. is our first time actually addressing the AMAs. So if you guys have any specific questions that you want to ask me or Taryn, yeah. go on to the Supercast webpage, click AMA, and you can ask us anything yeah i will say like there's a decent amount on here like i don't know if we're gonna get to all of these but we're gonna try it's okay we're gonna do another one next month all right well i'm just gonna kind of like scroll through and um pick a few and we can answer them and lovely hopefully if yours didn't get answered hopefully it'll get answered in the next one but we'll just kind of because we we really we don't quite know how to work this. Right. We're still, so, you know, we're still, this is our first time. Again, yeah. I already said it, but first yeah. time doing AMA. So be gentle with us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. For sure. Um, okay. First one, this is interesting because we have talked about this, but it's, it's cool hearing someone else say they want it. But first one, would you ever consider starting a discord for the Supercast community? I would love to chat with everyone fascinating i think that's cool yeah i've had multiple people listeners say um discord or a facebook page or something where everyone can congregate where there can be some kind of community um i know which i i (laughs) I kind of love that and i think that honestly i feel like that's kind of our goal for even our instagram Mm -hmm. like we love when people like will just share stuff about their lives and stuff like on our posts. So but there's no, I like, would community part. That's just, yeah, them yeah, to yeah. Us. just them to us or like, yeah. If they respond to like someone else's comment, the but beauty of discord. Yeah. I think that'd be cool. We, we definitely are open to that. We have talked about it before. Mm-hmm. Um, if you guys would prefer having a Facebook page or discord, can you please like comment it on the next Instagram post? I would love to know. Yeah, maybe, maybe we we'll can do a see. Poll. Yeah, we'll do a poll. Um, it's so hard for me because I'm not active on Discord and I also am never on Facebook. So when people talk about Facebook pages, I've just never related to it. So in my yeah. head, it's not something worth doing. But if it is important to you guys, then obviously we'll do it. Yeah, no, for sure. I, I feel the same. Um, 
Do you want to text? Okay, awesome. Moving on to the next one. And this was very interesting. I'm not going to say names just okay. so like in case, but um, maybe like if you guys post questions for AMAs, if you don't want me to say your name, maybe specify anonymous. Um, yeah, I think moving forward, just, you know, ground rules for the AMAs. This runs exactly the same as the podcast. If you want to be anonymous, then you need to tell yes. us anonymous. If you don't care, then don't say anonymous, please. Yes. Um, but I'll just go ahead and I'll do anonymous just because we haven't said that. Okay. Okay. Um, hey, this might be a weird question, but I'm going to go for it. I have a girlfriend and I am also a girl. And I've been hesitant to send stories about my relationship because I don't think you guys have ever done an episode on a same-sex couple before. If it's your preference not to or you don't want to offend any listeners i totally understand just want to ask fascinating which is funny because i feel like we have have we i know we definitely did um it's definitely there was that guy no we definitely haven't done a lot but i think because also we don't really get a lot Mm -mm. it's definitely not a preference absolutely right and also i feel like sometimes a lot of our stories are written in anonymous and i don't know if there's ever been a like there could be ones that are same sex that we just don't know. Mm-hmm. That's true. That is interesting though, that we get a lot of just not same sex. Yeah. Um, I would say this. I, I know this is actually something that's like interesting because I feel like we have been very open that we're Christians. And so I, I understand why there, there could be that assumption because I think a lot of Christians are, unfortunately have been very like public and like aggressive with their views on different things the worst but that is not like for me like I don't pass judgment on people and I love everyone and I feel like if you have something to send in and you have a story like we're gonna answer you the way we would answer anybody else like we don't see a difference so if you want to send your story in send your story in yes please and we will give you the advice now I will say I do think there are some differences that we might not relate to as much. Like when I've talked to some of my friends about like their relationships, I'm like, Oh, that's interesting. That's a little different about like, Oh, who asks who on a date and who pays for who? Like there's like different things that I think are a little different than, um, just like heterosexual relationships, but we'll give our big sis advice. Absolutely. Always. Yeah. Question for Ashley. Mm hmm. I know you and Alicia have touched on it a little bit before, but can you go into more detail about why you guys chose to close down Parallel Apparel for the foreseeable future? Do you regret starting the company? Would you do something differently? P.S. I loved the brand and bought multiple things from it and was very sad to see it go. That breaks my heart. I loved the brand too. And it was very devastating to have to close it down. Um, Creating Parallel with Alicia is something that I will never forget. I learned so much. Um, I felt like it really was like a good sweet spot of all the things that I love and all the things that I enjoy and all the things that I'm actually good at. Um, obviously fashion was the thing that got me into YouTube in the first place. So especially that specific type of fashion, I've never been high end fashion. I've just, I love clothes. So it was such a like heart and soul project. So it was really hard to close it. Definitely don't regret it. I absolutely would do it all over again, but I would a thousand percent do it differently. I think what happened specifically with us was we just weren't prepared in any way for exactly 
what we needed, the type of team we needed. I think we were very uneducated in this space. And because of that, I think we got taken advantage of multiple times by multiple people. And there's just so much more that goes into it. And I think we were very bold and naive and brave to think that we could do a made in LA brand. It's just, it's completely unrealistic unless you're sitting on dad's money. And that's so interesting for me because I remember watching you guys do that. And I was like, wow, I guess I'm not aware of how many, how rare, how much more of like a rarity that is because everyone outsources. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing's made in LA. And now I know why it's expensive. It is so dumb how much money we would have saved if we would have done overseas manufacturing. Yeah. But that brought into a whole new level of, is it ethically done is it actually sustainable like are these people being paid well or taken care of like where is this fabric coming from it brought into this into the equation this whole new level of concerns um that we always wanted to avoid and we loved the idea of it being made in LA because then we could actually go into the warehouse and watch it be made and like observe for ourselves that it's being ethically done and um the price for that means it's 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 a ton more expensive. Yeah. And again, like the only way you could do that sustainably is to have already had a, mm-hmm. a ton of money. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a huge mistake. Yeah. <laughs> um, so number one regret should have done it overseas. Um, there are uh, there are ways to like look into and yeah, do make it sure that it's being yeah. done mm-hmm. well. Um, it's just, it's a whole other headache Well, it was we hard because to avoid. That was part of your launch was we are made in LA. Yeah. So if, how do you like recover from that when that's like part of the foundation you yeah. like launch on? And we, versus, we came very close to switching it. Yeah. A couple times. Cause we were like, there's no way we're going to survive Yeah. at the rate that we were going because to, we weren't, we weren't making any money and we weren't expecting to make any money, but we also weren't coming up even either. So it was like, it was, it was just a constant digging hole. Um, so obviously because of that, we had to close it down. It was a good thing that we did close it, but, um, it was heartbreaking at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. If anyone wants to give me money to re-up it, (laughs) tell your rich uncles, tell your dad. I, massively stand parallel i love i still to this day frequently wear parallel stuff like i think it was such a beautifully put together brand and i know that obviously it didn't go the way that you guys wanted it to but i like i hope you guys are so proud of what you put out like it wasn't like you guys put out this embarrassment you're gonna look back and be like ew i can't believe we wanted people to wear that yeah like the behind the scenes stuff is what caused it to not work, Mm -hmm. but the quality and the design and the fabrics, like everything about it Mm -hmm. was so luxe and beautiful. But I hope, I hope like you guys remember like that, you know what I mean? Thank you. It, It really was so great. And towards the end when we were trying to make it work, the quality started going down and that was frustrating because that wasn't supposed to be the case. And that was because we were trying to like, cut ties here and yeah, or, or, yeah. or cut corners here and there, which wasn't good, a good look either. Um, but all of the pieces I absolutely loved. Um, and yeah, <laughs> I'm, and, I'm, yeah, I'm totally bummed about it. But, um, again, I don't regret it in any way. And I learned a lot from it. 
Well, like who, who can say that? Like who can be like, oh yeah, I literally like launched true a brand. Like true. that's epic. That's and epic. Yeah. I definitely like, I can't one day, someday I would love to, I need to like put together my, a portfolio of like everything yeah. that I've accomplished so far in my career. Um, but I'm so proud to yeah. be able to say that I did that and like was able to do so much with it. No, for sure. Absolutely. Today's episode is brought to you by Book of the Month. If you guys have not heard of Book of the Month, where have you been hiding? Me and Ash are both on the journey of trying to be readers. She's definitely there. I'm on my baby steps way there. So obviously we were so pumped to partner with Book of the Month because their mission is to help readers discover new books they love and to promote the work of emerging authors. And guys, they literally make it so easy to decide which book to read next. Each month, the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles. They pick the five to seven of the best new books for you to choose from. All the books are good, so you cannot go wrong. And they offer great prices on new release hardcover fiction, much cheaper than other options. Shipping is always free and it's super fun. Books are delivered in a bright blue box, a fun app to pick your book and track reading process is available, and they have reading challenges with rewards. My December read was so epic. It was called Butcher and Blackbird. And let me just read the little sentence they give you that totally sold me. Serial killers need love too. Don't take our word for it. Read this biting, steamy, and edgy murderers to lovers tale. Like, come on. Like, it totally sold me. If you guys would like to check out Book of the Month, just head on over to bookofthemonth.com to pick a book and join Book of the Month. For a limited time, you can join and get the first book for just $5. Just use code unsolicited. Again, that's bookofthemonth.com, code unsolicited. Happy reading. Hello, everyone. It's Taryn and Ashley from Unsolicited Advice. And if you want to listen to our show without ads, you can now. Just go to unsolicitedadvice.supercast.com or click the link in the episode description and you can get a one-week preview of the ad-free version for free. You'll get ad-free listening to the show. You can listen on almost any podcasting app and you'll be supporting our show too. That's unsolicitedadvice.supercast.com. Okay, question for Taryn. How do you cope with being single? I'm 21 years old and have no had nothing but situationships um, that last years at a time, but never an actual relationship, which is something that I'm insecure about and feel constant pressure about as if I am running out of time to reach the next stage of my life in regards to being in a relationship, having a family one day, etc. Do you feel the pressure to be in a relationship when others in your life are in one? How do you deal with this pressure? Do you ever feel like you're running out of time to progress to the next stage of in life of marriage, children, etc.? Um, short answer. Absolutely. I have definitely felt all of this. Like Ash has definitely felt all of this. I think it's, it's hard. It's hard not to at a certain point. Absolutely. It's like the whole world decides to start applying pressure. Yep. Yep. <laughs> at um, a certain age. I mean, how do I cope with it? I focus on myself. I mm -hmm. focus on, um, I think I've talked about this in podcast episodes before, but a game changer for me was realizing that both things can be true. Like 
I can desire a relationship and feel lonely sometimes and like want that. At the same time, I can love my life and be independent and be like investing in myself. Mm -hmm. And I think when you learn that both of those can happen, you can kind of like form this really happy, content life. Um, I also don't shy away from the fact that I I do feel lonely and I feel sad that I'm not with someone. Mm -hmm. Um, I think... I think people see that as embarrassing or like have pity on you. And I think it's ridiculous because we all, we all feel that way until we don't. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh my God. I remember, I forget where I was. I was at like a family barbecue with a bunch of family friends were there. Um, they were these older family friends who I adore, by the way. Mm. She did not mean this in a negative way, but she said something about, do you have any boyfriends or are you dating anyone? And I was like, no. And I'm pretty sure I was 26 at the time. And she was like, oh, it's okay. It, it'll happen soon. And I was like, it's okay. You're like, put your pity back in your pocket. <laughs> I was, and I adore her. Like, I, she's a great person. But I was like, it's okay. Yeah. Like, what do, what do you mean? I was like, I have literally, I've been to Thailand. I have been to Tokyo. I have been traveling the world. Nobody and ever thriving. wants to know about that. And I yeah. was not mm-hmm. thinking that way. But I, I would say around 26, 27 was yeah. when I started feeling this pressure. Like, oh, you're growing up now. Like you're 25 still sounds young. Mm-hmm. Something about 26, 27 just sounds older. And people immediately, I started getting comments like that and I would just be like damn (laughs) oh and then forget it once you hit 30 all bets are off I literally had someone at a wedding come up to me and tell me my clock was ticking a straight up man said isn't your clock ticking and I was like classic man I was like you're right to say my eggs are dying every every month yeah (laughs) my my ovaries are wilting thank you very much sir um yeah you know I do the the part that stresses me out sometimes is the whole having kids thing because obviously the older you get the more risks there are with having my own child like in Mm -hmm. my body you know but I'm a firm believer in whatever is meant to happen will happen. Are you okay? I just flicked my, my that headphone was so loud. by accident and it was so loud. It scared me. Yeah. <laughs> I all, I didn't even realize I flicked it. I just like moved my hand. So sorry. Too. No, I'm just glad you're okay. Please continue. Um, yeah, but I think I believe that whatever's meant to happen in my life will happen. Mm-hmm. And if that means I don't, I think I will have my own kids, but if that means I do it in a different way or there's so many children out in the world that need to be adopted or need home. So I, I know that like I will be a mom someday. I just don't know what that will look like. And I have faith that like whatever's meant to happen is going to happen. Mm-hmm. But I think my biggest advice to you would be to find ways to just invest in yourself and then not feel dumb for also still desiring those things. But another thing I'm going to say, you said you've had multiple situationships that last years, but aren't actual relationships. I I feel like you should maybe question the men we're looking at (laughs) because, or cut ties with the situation. Cause clearly they're holding you back from going out and meeting someone new because you're, you keep thinking about this. And you do have to like, uh, don't get me wrong. I love a good fling. I love a good, like, Oh, we just flirt. Sometimes you need fun. Yeah. But when I did decide I want something serious, I stopped 
putting my effort and time into those things because I'm like, I'm not going to find what I want there. Yeah. So I think you need to just kind of find what your standards are and what you want and then don't take anything less. Yeah. And then obviously like keep putting yourself out there, keep dating. When I was doing the dating apps, I I started this with Taryn. This was like pre COVID. And then once I got back into them after COVID, I did the same thing. I like made myself go on a date a month. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it could be a not great date, but at least I'm out there. At least it keeps me kind of like accountable to like trying. Yeah. And I think that was a, a very doable goal yeah. for a very busy lifestyle. Yeah. And and 21, obviously, like you're probably going out tons and don't need <laughs> the monthly reminder to go on a date. But um, that's really helpful, especially if you have like like a job at nine to five that you work at. Like yeah. it was, it was good to like remind myself to not just go out with friends, but to like prioritize that for sure. So like maybe do that for yourself or create your own schedule, whatever you want to do. But like, yeah. as long as you continue to do that, take care of yourself. Like, yeah, no stress. No, absolutely. Okay. This will be a short and sweet answer. Will you guys ever do another live podcast event? Like you did about a year ago in Irvine. I went and I would love to go to another one. Yeah. You're not the first person to mention that to me. So many people have mentioned that to me. I did a uh, Ask Me Anything vlog the other day, and that uh-huh. was one of the questions yeah. on there. I get asked that all the time, um, too. They were like, oh, I didn't make it. Like, I really wanted to. Told myself I'd go to the next one, and there hasn't been another one. And yeah. I was like, yeah, that's definitely something we want to do. Um, if you want us to do that, again, please go to the next Instagram. Maybe we'll do a poll. Um comment it because I would love to know um it did feel like a lot of work but if y'all want it then we can do it that is not a problem yeah I I feel like we definitely want to um now that we like have one under our belt I feel like we would be a little more prepared like I feel like I feel like I'd be down to do like a smaller more intimate venue but I think we just gotta we just got to figure it out like Mm -hmm. what that looks like, but we're definitely open to it. And our thoughts are definitely there for in the future, figuring stuff out. So stay tuned. Okay. This one's, this one's juicy, not juicy, but like juicy. Okay. Hi, Taryn and Ash. I know Taryn has moved out of Alicia's, but Ashley is moving back in. You all have been open that Alicia makes more money and that you all paid rent to live in her house. I recently moved in with my boyfriend and he makes almost double what I make. I want to contribute in any way I can. Do you have any tips? And the title of this question was, how do you deal with financial differences in the household? So to clarify, is she not paying rent to live with him? I'm not sure, but I think I think ultimately what she's getting to is the the when there is a financial like difference Mm -hmm. like what that looks like in contributing uh, I'm taking liberties of guessing but I'm saying like she's not going to be able to like split rent but he makes a lot more so like how do you figure out like what you contribute or the differences in you know yeah 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 um I have a couple options actually that I, I love. Um, one, if you can't do too much, depending on the job or the situation that you're in, cover groceries, cover yeah. utilities. Um, you don't have to pay the actual mortgage or pay actual rent, but you can like get food every single day or like pay for stuff like that. Little things that, that actually add up to a lot, but not as much as rent. 
Um, so you could offer to cover all of that. Um, we did a podcast episode on budgeting and money and all things like finances with this guy Ramit a while ago. Um, definitely, if you haven't listened to it, check that out. He recommended doing percentages. Yeah. Which I thought was brilliant. If your partner is making double what you make, then you can always split rent up by like the percentage that you pay out of your paycheck. Yeah. If that makes sense. Um, so it'll be like the same percentage, but obviously your partner who makes a lot more will pay more, but it's the same percentage amount. Yeah. I thought that's the most brilliant. I've never thought of that no, in my life. So I thought it was the most brilliant thing on the planet because it's the same amount. It's the same chunk from both paychecks, mm -hmm. but you're not having to, f to fork out like 3k and he pay 3k. Yeah. You know, like that's, that's wild and unnecessary if, if that's just not in the budget for you. No, for sure. I think too, like, I mean, having a conversation, like if it's, if it's his house, he makes a lot more money. You guys are obviously in a relationship. Just talk to him about what that looks like. Say mm -hmm. like, Hey, like I want to contribute. Um, like what, what do you think a fair price is? Like what, what would you charge me for living here and like letting him also tell you? Because I think sometimes, Sometimes we put all this pressure in our head, but I think also it robs people from like what they want in the meantime. Like if I asked someone to move in with me um, and I was like, no, I got it. Like, it's fine. Just like pitch in this or this. And if they all the time were like over the top about, oh, I need to contribute more and more. Like I would get frustrated when I'm like, okay, but I'm fine with this. Like I yeah. want to do this. So like, let me cover this and you cover this. And like, so I think bring him into that conversation. The other thing I will say is like, when I did live in the house, I knew the amount I was paying was like a very kind amount that like Alicia had asked me to pay. And so I was very aware. I'm like, okay, I rent a room in mm -hmm. this house. So I wasn't like going around putting like my decor everywhere. Like, um, you know, having like a ton of friends over and like throwing parties without like being aware. Right. Cause it um, wasn't 50, 50. It's, it's yeah. It wasn't my house. I was yeah. running a room. Like I wasn't taking up all the garage parking spots. Like it was just very much like I was aware of like what I'm paying for is what I'm taking. Like I'm mm -hmm. not, I'm not overstepping mm -hmm. certain things. So, um, I think there's different ways that you can like figure out your system. But I think a lot of that comes with having those open conversations because money yeah. can get tricky if it's just not clearly talked about. Yeah. Even on like a smaller level, my sister, uh, something we always struggle with is cleaning the house. It's always been yeah. a forever battle. She wanted to hire a cleaning lady. And I, one of the reasons I was so against it was I was like, I'm not going to pay someone to do something that I can do. And that I can, I will gladly do. But that was something that Alicia hated to do. It wasn't something that came natural to her. And it's something that, that didn't like make her happy to do. Yeah. So I told her if she wanted a cleaning lady, like she can, but I didn't want to pay for it. Like yeah. I'll, I'll pay, I'll wash my own dishes. I'll do my own laundry. Like I don't expect the cleaning lady to come in my room whatsoever. Yeah, but yeah. if you want to pay for her to come and clean the house, like that's fine. And once we cleared that up, she was like, I still want her to come because I want her to do like mostly all of her stuff and yeah. then like the floors and stuff like that. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, like that's fine. If that's something you need, then that's great. And then I don't expect her. I'm not paying for it because it's not, she's not coming in my room. Yeah. 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 You know? I think that's good. But again, it's all communication. Yeah. Like, like I thought I was going to be expected to pay for it when she was like, no, this is just something I want. But yeah. So if I hadn't brought it up. <laughs> yeah. 
Imagine. I probably would have started giving her money and she'd be like, what's this for? You know? Yeah. Okay. This one's so, this one's fun. Okay. If you could be best friends with any Harry Potter character, who would it be? And which Harry Potter character do you think matches each other the best? Love y'all so much and love sharing my Harry Potter obsession with you. <laughs> I'd go Luna. Would be your best friend? That's who I would want to be my best friend. Okay. And then what character do you think matches you the best? Mm, probably Ron. Really? Yeah. <laughs> he's a goof. He's not that good in school. I could see. And, but he's like a loyal friend and like a main character. He doesn't like telling his has um, emotions. He has but a he'll huge throw crush, his own tantrums. Has a huge crush on Hermione, <laughs> but won't tell her. Yeah. You know, can't express his feelings. That's me. Yeah. 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 Well, that makes me feel awkward about my response <laughs> because uh -oh. I would want to be best friends with Ron, but so that I could date him, but I do, obviously not trying Can't to date, date you, me. Ash. Um, yeah. I just, I freaking love Ron. That's so funny. Um, I don't know who I'm most like. I mostly just feel like Luna would be a good time. Like keep me on my toes. Yeah. Luna would be very similar time. to you. <laughs> yeah. I just feel like I'm weird, but I'm not Luna type weird. Yeah. I feel like, I mean, if I had to choose someone, <laughs> the way I said, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I had to choose someone I'm the most like, I don't know. Who would you say? Mm. Honestly, I feel like I'd probably relate more my personality type to like Hagrid or like, you know, like the fiercely loyal, I take care of everyone, but mm -hmm. I'm like weird and I have my weird things I'm obsessed with, like mm -hmm. him's dragons, mm -hmm. mine's Legos. Mm -hmm. I could see like that or maybe like, I don't know, that one's hard. Because I don't think I'm like Harry. I guess I'm more like Harry out of the three. I don't know, frick. It's way easier for me to pick a friend's character than yeah, Harry Potter character. I want to just say I'm, I'm I've, I'm a lot like Hermione in that like I'm very like logical yeah. follow the rules but I'm not as smart as her so I couldn't I felt like that's I couldn't see do that. that's what because I was like I'm feisty like like Hermione but I'm like I'm not smart <laughs> like her yeah I was like the book thing is just not yeah. there I feel like we all I have like a little bit of each one that I can pick but yeah that's a hard one yeah. but I love stuff like this wow that was a great one well that was great yeah, that was amazing. What an excellent very first AMA. AMA. Hopefully you guys enjoyed that. Um, if you guys have any specific questions that you want to ask Taryn and I, please do not hesitate to go mm -hmm. into the AMA section of our Supercast page and ask us. It could be just for her, just for me, or for both of us. Um, yeah, this is fun. No, this was really fun. Thank you guys so much for subscribing to Supercast. Um, it literally means the world to us. Yeah, we're having a blast. And uh, yeah. Good girl. Santa cutie. Name that show. Do you mean? Do 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 do. Do 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 You're like, what I say? I was like, isn't that your face? I knew exactly what you were thinking. Is it recording? Yes, it's recording. There's our intro. Get with the program. Wait, can we confirm? What is it? Kim Possible. Yes. There we go. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Supercast. Welcome back, y'all. The episode where you get more of Ash and Taryn. I said more of Ash, Ash and Taryn. Taryn. I said more of Ash and Taryn. Taryn. What? what?
Taryn. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Um, how's everybody doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Taryn? I'm good. I'm good. I'm trying to think. Yeah, I'm in a good mood today. Same. <laughs> I feel like if you guys, obviously, everyone knows about this, but my my family has a golf ball prank, com- prank golf ball company. And TikTok has officially, like, taken them in as, like, we want you to be one of our top, like, TikTok shop sellers mm-hmm. and they blew the frick up like now, i'm talking like three thousand orders in a day like Incredible. it's nuts Incredible. so um i've been going into the shop almost every day for like hours and hours uh-huh. and it's like physical labor right i'm like thriving <laughs> like i'm like should i quit my job <laughs> like, I, I i think i talked about this on an episode of our podcast once but like I, I met this girl who was so emotionally and mentally drained from her job she literally quit she was doing like graphic design she quit and got a job at Trader Joe's stacking cans essentially dude there's something to that I'm not joking it's the it's the mindless activity of of doing work and then clocking out and being done yeah and like I I really feel like there's something to physical stuff like physical like I don't there was something so sad like the last two nights I've literally had to get my heating pad out and like lay on my bed with my heating pad while I edit because my back hurts like Mm -hmm. I look like I I own cats like I've cuts everywhere from (laughs) like packaging boxes and printing labels and there's just something so satisfying Mm -hmm. and I feel like especially because my life has felt very much out of my control lately. Mm -hmm. And so, um, something about like finishing a pro, like Mm -hmm. I like look at them and I'm like, okay, I finished all the like red one sleeve packages. Like all of them are done. And it's like, like, it's so satisfying. It's so like being a part of a team. Cause my job is very much like a one man show. And it's an accomplishment, Mm -hmm. you know? And it feels so good to actually like check that box of, okay, done. And with that type of work, you're done. You go home yeah. and you're done. Whereas like anything in the creative space. Yeah. Like you're like, Oh, I, I how do you measure editing. that? Oh, I could have done this better. I could have done, you know, X, no, Y, that's and Z so better. So freaking true. And there's something so cool about just being able to be like, click done. And, and I think that does prove a point. Like <laughs> there is a beauty to working a job for the paycheck, clocking out and doing your hobby on the side yeah. or your passion on the side, whatever that side is. And I think we've talked about this on the podcast. I think so many people think you have to be in a career that you're passionate about, but that just goes to show that not necessarily, like I think there is something really amazing and freeing about clocking in, clocking out for that check and pursuing your passions on the side. Yeah. Well, and I think passion is such a relative term because uh-huh. it's like, okay, am I passionate about taping a thousand boxes no, but am I passionate about the company right. and like the people that are there? And I, right. and like you create relationships and whatever. And like, yeah, cause it's my family. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's so fun to like Especially see everything Especially with the go. small business, family business. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know. It's just, it was like really exciting. And then what was crazy is because I, I'm not joking for the past like six days, I've been at the shop every, like every spare hour I have in there. And so today waking up and coming out here, I feel like I'm literally on vacation. <laughs> Like, I'm like, I have a whole day. I'm going to go like a day in LA with (laughs) Ashley. Yeah. 
heaven. It's just so. your other job. <laughs> My other job. But now it feels like exciting. So yeah, I'm doing great. How are you, Ash? Oh, so good. I saw um, Beyonce's movie last night. Okay. I saw you guys went. It was incredible. It was, I laughed, I cried, I learned a lot and what was the premise I was inspired background or like BTS of her tour kind of thing yeah it was basically a full recording of her shows of her show like her world tour and what is so cool that she did this is exactly what she did for the Coachella performance too the way it's edited it just cuts in between the most epic it the most epic outfits that her and her dancers have but specifically her I mean the entire time I felt like I was in a fashion week yeah like runway. Wait, does she show? Cause there was that one, that one show that she had like a wardrobe malfunction where her boob was like showing. Do they talk about that at all? Uh-uh. Ah. I don't think so. Interesting. But it was, it was just so seamlessly edited. There's a lot of BTS, which I feel like is the most fascinating part for me. Yes. The, shows, the show, yes. obviously like I didn't get to see the show uh, this year, which was devastating. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I felt like I saw it now. And I think the best thing, the thing that she does so well is like all the BTS of how everything's done down to like how the stage is made, how uh, the crew members are like the most vital part, how much money goes into the stage and how, how they have three stages. And while one's being set up for that performance, like the other two are traveling to the next destinations. And like, Mm -hmm. it was just really cool. And then obviously like I sobbed with the whole blue Ivy performance and her talking about how she like, didn't want her to do it. Like Ivy said she, or blue said she wanted to perform and she was like, no, (laughs) you're 11. No. But then like they had this whole discussion and then like watching her be so proud of her was just like, I sobbed. (laughs) And then I just felt so inspired. Like she just obviously, she still just, she works so hard. She really does. And she did this whole discussion about how difficult it is being a woman in the industry. And it did a montage. This is what I mean. If you pay attention, if you go see it, please pay attention to the editing because it's done so well. She said she talks about how difficult it is for people to take her seriously and how like it doesn't matter what she wants. People will say, oh, like that's not possible. And then there's a montage of her being like, so I Googled it and they do have that or, oh, so I, I looked it up and there is a bigger option and, oh, I want a wide lens. Oh, this is the widest they make. She goes, mm, oh, I, I, so I just checked. Yeah. There is a bigger lens go get it now. And it's like, ew, for people to just say things, know it, like thinking like, oh, she's, she won't know. Like, and what was mind blowing to me specifically was clearly it doesn't matter how successful you are or how much money you have. And I'm like, this is, this is the, the, probably like aside from like the president, the one person in the world that is like, it doesn't matter the cost. Literally. (laughs) She's still running into roadblocks like this. Like that's crazy. Yeah. Anyways, it was so great. Everyone should go see it. I loved it. Amazing. Should we get into it? Yeah, let's get into it. I'm ready. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. (laughs) Sucker. (laughs) Taryn won. (laughs) Finally. Dude, I don't think I've won since we started doing that. I've been on a roll. On a roll. Okay. Um, All right. Let's freaking... Get into it. We're gonna do into you it, know yeah. two shorties. Shade. Shade. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. This one. Oh, I can say her name. Okay. Hello, late or actually, so the title is to online date or not 
to online date. Mm. I'm going to say that is it's a predicament. <laughs> but Ashley, I'm pro. It's a success story. I'm a pro and I hate her for it. Okay. <laughs> Hello, ladies. My name is Jillian and I have been listening to your podcast from the start. Oh, wow. Day one or I came across it during one random long car ride and have been hooked ever since. I love the like when you're in the middle of a ride and you're like, I'm just in the mood for a podcast yep. and you scroll through the like browsing section yep. and you're like, that looks good. And it's a hit. Okay. But like, I love that because I feel like most people came, especially in the beginning, came from like they Having watched followed. our content or yeah. something. So like That's the a fact that someone who like wasn't already in love with us. <laughs> started listening we are lovable okay i uh, I already said that i'm 26 and i live in pennsylvania obviously from the title you can tell this is a dating question but i feel like you two would have the perfect advice for this topic so here it goes i am a hopeless romantic that thought i would be one of those married by 23 first kid by 25 type of people Mm. Mm -hmm. i went to a small (laughs) same I went to a small Christian college and thought that's where I would find my soulmate. Mm -hmm. Ring before spring. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. Well, four years after graduation and not much dating experience later, I'm feeling like a lost cause. I know that I am young and there is still time, but I feel like it's so hard to be patient. I understand God has his timing, but I wouldn't mind if he gave me a little hint as to what timing looked like. The issue I am having is with the apps. I have been swiping on the dating apps for a few weeks now, and I'm just not impressed. I've been love bombed, ignored, had painfully boring conversations, and it just doesn't feel worth it. I have friends who have met their person online, but is it supposed to be this painful of a process? How long does it take? How many awful first dates do I have to go on? Is it normal to feel super discouraged about this all? I know there are no set answers for these questions, but any input on this would be so appreciated. I'm a phys ed teacher, so here are two dad jokes. What workout do apples love? <laughs> Ashley's mouth is just like moving. As a gym rat, I feel like I should know this, but I can't think You're of anything. You're going to be like, ah, a core workout. Ah, damn it. Or what do the priest do to the possessed gym teacher? I don't know. He exercised. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. Thank you for being amazing. Love, Jillian. So good. I, mm-hmm. I think I missed it. How old is she? 26. 26. Yeah. Okay. Jillian. We are so good I for just, answering this because we're opposite. Say, you wrote into the right people. <laughs> Let me tell you that. I can't even begin to explain how many times I prayed that God would give me a glimpse into like how much longer I had to wait. Um, I also went and grew up in small private Christian schools. And as much as I enjoyed that and learned a lot and there were good things about that, I do think there is this really bad thing that happens there where you feel like you are supposed to be married by 25 and it's this it's this it's this unspoken rule and everyone follows it yep (laughs) and if you don't follow it it feels like something's wrong with you and it's so not true and this is something that I think is very um it's 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 everywhere. Yes. But specifically in like traditional church settings, which is such a bummer because that takes away from like the good that the (laughs) church has to offer literally, you know, but like there's, I just, I hope, you know, 
there's absolutely nothing wrong with you. It is all in God's timing. And I think trying to, I forget exactly where I was, but I was definitely rambling on and on about how perfect you are and how this has nothing to do with you and how in God's timing, he will come. And I, I understand how frustrating it is to swipe and swipe and swipe and not be interested in who you're seeing and and not be, you know, excited about what you're seeing. I will say I am a success story of the online dating and I, I will say that I kind of went out of my like stereo. I think I had a stereotypical style of guy that I was going Mm -hmm. for. It was always like artsy musician type. Yeah. And that the guy that I am with now is not that. Yeah. And he's artsy. He's artsy, but he's not the type that I was like dating and like looking for. And I normally probably wouldn't have swiped on that because it wasn't like on that on him because it wasn't (laughs) the stereotypical musician that I was looking for. And what a great, what a great thing. Like Mm -hmm. how, how, how amazing and how happy am I now that I, that I said that I, wow. We, we get you. (laughs) We're following you. Yes. Okay, good. All of that to say, I've been in your shoes. I understand how frustrating it is. I hope that you can cut off and disconnect and like not take in all of the pressures that are coming from your friends, your family, your Mm -hmm. church community, you know, whatever. And I hope that you continue to swipe and continue to try and continue to give maybe someone who doesn't look like your type a chance. Yeah. Um, I think they're all crap. (laughs) 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 Date yourself. (laughs) I just have not found any luck. I feel like I, I think that I don't feel like you can hear it, especially when we're talking. Okay. Okay. Um, I feel like the, the apps have favorites. I feel like you either get in the algorithm and it's successful or you don't. And if you don't, it's literally like you're a social pariah. And Mm -hmm. because it's not, it's not even like I'm being picky. It's like, I'm not even matching with people. Like, I don't even think they're seeing my profile. And then when I do connect with someone, I have this just terrible luck of getting guys who seem on the outside perfect and two sentences into the conversation they just throw like something at me that I'm like what like what on earth so I don't know I don't have good luck with it I have to be very careful to protect myself because it is very hard especially when I've seen friends connect and like are like, oh yeah, I'm going on another date with this guy and another date, another date, another date. And I'm like, I can't even get to the point where we asked to go on a date because either they say something terrifying or they stop responding. So I have to be careful because if it starts to get into my mind, like, oh, well, no one likes me because like, I'm not cute or I'm not, then I have to just like step back. Um, So I feel like honestly with dating apps, with anything in life, (laughs) you just have to do like, like a Mm check-in to see how it's affecting you. If it's making you get into this hole where you're like, something's wrong with me. I hate everything. Then maybe take a couple weeks off like, and and come back. And, um, but I will say too, like kind of going on what Ash said, it's, it's hard when you grow up in the church and you watch everyone else's timeline. I'm going to be totally honest. I feel like a lot of people, especially in the church, get married so fast and young because they just want to have, have sex. Um, <laughs> literally. But I will say me and Ash are <laughs> just a few years ahead of you. And 
what we're watching happen now is all these couples that rushed into marriage and, and made us feel like, oh, God, when's my person coming? Blah, blah, yeah. blah. Are now getting divorced or are like super miserable and like dealing with stuff because I don't think they did their due diligence in the beginning to actually know the person that they chose to like enter life with. Yeah. So I feel like everything is a catch 22. And so I think the second you start to, what's it called? Like fantasize or like elevate a type of lifestyle, put it on a pedestal, put it on a pedestal as I'm literally holding my I know. hand. Up. I was like looking at your hand. I'm like, what is she? She's lifting it up. I'm lifting pedestal elevate. Yeah. The second you start to elevate a type of lifestyle or person or whatever, I think that is a very dangerous area to get into. Mm-hmm. And I think you need to remember that you always only see like 5% of what that person's lifestyle is. I mean, I'm a perfect example. When I was in the midst of the worst, I was experiencing everything. Like I didn't know how I was going to survive the year. Nobody would have guessed by my socials. Like, yeah, every once in a while I go on saying like, oh, I've been really struggling, whatever. I wasn't posting photos of me crying or like videos of me struggling to get out of bed. Like nobody's posting themselves like fighting and doing stuff. And we've had friends that we know their marriage is struggling, but on socials, all of a sudden they're posting lovey dovey stuff about their like wife or their husband. So I feel like don't get too wrapped into like, Oh, they have everything I want because behind closed doors, everyone's life is a different story. It's just different. It's so true. Yeah. So like do what you got to do. If that's something you want, I want that. And I, I definitely struggle with like, (laughs) when is it going to happen? But I have to know that like when I, when it happens, it'll be amazing. And until it happens, I'm going to be like, when is it going to (laughs) happen? Yeah. I think, um, if I could, I'd love to leave you with, I think marriage is really hard and I think marriage is really difficult. I'm having good relationships with some of my like parents, friends, like I've been able to witness how hard marriage actually is and the amount of work that goes into it. And I think a lot of people jump into it without preparing themselves for that task. And I think something that comes with something good that comes with waiting and looking forward to and preparing for, um, is a preparedness for that. And I know that Taryn and me and you, the people that waited a long time to find their person and are still waiting. Um, I know that we just can't wait to have that fight. You know, we just can't wait to be in it, in the, in the dirt, in the grit of marriage. Um, because like, we're just so ready to be in that like committed relationship. Yeah. Like, wouldn't it be nice to have a reason to cry and be depressed and alone? (laughs) Instead of just like, it's because I'm alone. It could be like, you pissed me off, but I still get to like lay next to you and cuddle you. Like I'd love, I would like to cry for reasons outside of my own despair. It's so true. (laughs) Um, But I just hope that you know that this is, it's, everything comes in, in the waiting. And I think the waiting is a really pivotal process and point that I think a lot of our friends that are having divorces, like. So true. you weren't didn't prepare for, you know? Also, can I just say, and I feel like you'll agree with this too. When I had my first relationship, I feel like the most, the most beautiful thing I brought to the table was a very innocent heart. Mm -hmm. Like I loved and trusted so openly. So Mm -hmm. I was just like, here's my whole like pure white heart. He handed it back 
a freaking wilted radish. (laughs) Nasty. (laughs) Um, But what I bring to the table now, I feel like is so freaking cool and valuable because Mm -hmm. it is a full solid foundational life. And like, I am my own person with so much and I'm so confident in who I am and what I love and my relationship with friends and family is so solid. Mm -hmm. And so I bring them like a strong, independent woman Mm -hmm. who has all the love in the world to give. And I think about it that way, like how much like, yeah, if I would have gotten married or met a guy right outside of like, oh, I'm going to believe that yeah that'd be cool because I'd be married and wouldn't be like oh when am I gonna get married but I guarantee we would be struggling in our relationship because I didn't even know who I was back then yeah now I'm like like we'll argue about like did you seriously just put those dishes in the I just washed the dishes like hello but it's like it's so crazy to see like the package I have to offer now yeah is like worth so much you know yeah my dad married his high school sweetheart Mm -hmm. and this is his first marriage um I love the brother that I got from that marriage, but my dad will go ahead and tell you like they, they married each other as children. Like they were children and both of them grew and changed, changed dramatically over the next few years. Was it the 18 to 25 years? Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. He was, I mean, Uh he was divorced by 24, I believe. So like, just to put that in perspective, and mm-hmm. obviously this isn't anything we're not bad on my every dad relationship or yeah. every relationship that gets married young. I know multiple couples that got married like new right away, and, yeah. and I think that's a beautiful gift. But that's not everyone's style, and that's mm-hmm. not how it's going to be for everyone. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people got married without knowing who they were at their core, without knowing who their partner was at their core, because their partner didn't even know who they were at their mm-hmm. their core. And I think something that's just innately different when you wait and when you're older is you have a much better sense of self yeah and hopefully you find a partner who also has a much more better sense of their self yeah so that that just like gets rid of so much of the stupid fights so much of the stupid issues that make no sense that have no point you know yeah I'd rather fight you know let's say Jackson I get married tomorrow I'd rather fight with him about something meaningful about something important important yeah than, yeah, yeah, than yeah. something silly like that's just not gonna that has no point that has no yeah purpose. yeah you know what I will say too because I've witnessed a lot of people um and not even like I mean some in my life but mostly like a friend's friend or I've heard stories whatever mm-hmm. of everybody is acting a fool <laughs> it's true they're acting a fool it's true I've heard of so many people that are like a night out, just like hooked up with a random girl and are now like getting divorced or um, had like a secret, like OnlyFans account Mm -hmm. or like all these different things. Right. Mm -hmm. And I swear it is. I think our society is built on this thing of like, you do you girl, Mm -hmm. you do you boy, like grab life, whatever you want, go for it. Don't let anyone tell you, you can't have blah, 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 blah. And I think that there's a lot of people Mm -hmm. who got married so young. Like I think about if I would have married my ex, we got together when I was 19. Mm -hmm. 
I had never been out of, I had never traveled. I, and you wouldn't have, no, I, I swear I would not have because no. one of the first things we did as friends is go to London. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I was just thinking when you get married that young, um, uh, just coming from off of the people that I know, they also had kids young Yeah, and that changes things. And I'm not your saying money's you going to go to your kids. Yeah. I'm not saying you can't do it. Like, I mean, my, my brother and sister-in-law, like literally were like, no travel will be a part of our, yeah, like we're not stopping and they pushed. Priority. Was it harder? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But like, we're not saying like, this is not a like black and white conversation. No. We're just saying our observations. Mm-hmm. But what I've noticed is I feel like there's so many people who think they got cheated yes. and gypped out Missed of experiencing out. life. And that's the thing that you, you always hear. Like when, when someone cheats on someone and you talk to them, they're always like, I just, we got married so young. Mm-hmm. I, I never even like hooked up with a guy at a club. Like I never yeah. even like got to flirt with people. Yeah. And you know, this guy at work was like flirting with me and giving me attention and no one gives me attention now that I'm married. It's yeah. like, or, or, Oh, I, I just want to travel or I never got to like pursue that dream. Like yeah. it's all these things. And, and Take I a little think risk, like, yeah. And yeah. I'm not, I'm not like crapping on people who got married young, but I'm saying, I do think that is one of the valuable things you bring when you're older mm-hmm. and why, if you're in a single seasonness, yeah, go freaking ham, yeah. like Have travel, fun. try hobbies, um, dye your hair, get a tattoo, like whatever it is, like live your life. And cause I know now, like I know a lot of things aren't going to stop when I get married. Like I'm not going to become this shriveled, boring person, Mm-mm. but I will never be like, Oh, I wish I would have done more. I'm so proud of my life. You no, know what I mean? Same. I, um, <laughs> because we're coming up, <laughs> that was a cute laugh <laughs> because we're coming up on the end of the year. I yeah. feel like I always get very nostalgic and I always do like a look back and I always yeah. like evaluate my year, but not just my year. Like I'm, I'm turning 34 this year. So I'm mm-hmm. like, Oh, let's look back on 34 years of life, 34 yeah, years yeah, yeah. of experience. And like, what do you regret? What do you not regret? And I, I, I'm, I want, I'm just going to clarify. I love my boyfriend. I'm very happy in my relationship. Yeah. The best years of my life were my single years. Yeah. And I'm having so much fun with him, but I, I still, I look back on my specifically the age that you're at 26 that was such an amazing time in my life. And mm-hmm. it's so funny because I remember feeling so lonely because I just hadn't had a boyfriend. Yep. That's when I went, that's when I met was when I was 26. Oh my God, really? Yes. 26, 27, like in there. Yeah. Um, it was definitely before 28. So it was a, one of those years. And I just, I just desperately wanted someone and I wish I would have just, uh, I wish I would have yeah. just not cared about it because I was having such a great life. I was, I was exploring, I was making new friends. I moved to LA when I was 27. I was challenging myself on, on meeting new people, trying new things. And that was such an amazing time in my life. And I wish I would have just forgotten about the boys because they were boys and I would have just focused on me living my life. Isn't it nuts? Like, it's like the whole, the whole, like, Oh, if I could go back to high school effects, Mm -hmm. like you always look back and you're like, like if only I did not waste so much time caring about my body or so much time obsessing over that stupid boy who ended up like in jail. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, um, but it's like, I was so controlled by things that you I wish you that were I missing out on. Yeah. And so I think like now older in life, like anytime I talk to someone who's younger, I get this, this adrenaline push to like plead with them. Like, 
don't focus on, yeah. oh, I'm lonely. Something's wrong with me. Like yeah. noted. Okay. Like, yeah, I, I want someone I'm still looking, but in the meantime, mm-hmm. I'm going to like focus my energy and stuff on things that are going to build me up and like adventures and whatever, Totally, because it's so, it's always easy to look back and be like, Oh, I wish I could have done something. Yeah. But when you look back and you see the beauty of what you had, it's so hard. Cause you're yeah. like, if I could have just like picked out that one thing I mm-hmm. used to hyperfixate on, like I would have thrived hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Well Ow. said. Thanks, girl. This was a great episode. No, I love this. I think I think a lot of people are going through this. Almost everybody totally. I talk to. Um, what's funny, I don't know if you've noticed this, because I mean, me and Ash, like almost every time we see each other, we're like, oh, so-and-so broke up or like so-and-so's having issues. Um, So much drama. Which I'm like, yay, all these new single damaged men. Perfect. I'm coming. A two's two's dream. An Enneagram Um, two's dream. (laughs) But I will say now, so it's not only like, oh, me and my single friends like joking about how we hate dating apps. Now it's all my friends who are newly single and are like, okay, I think I'm ready to put myself out there and it's mm. their first time trying a dating app. Yes. And I'm like, whoa, first? Yeah. And they're like, oh my God, this is terrible. And I'm like, what do you think I've been telling you for the past yeah. like 10 years? Yeah. <laughs> like uh-huh. it's the worst. Mm-hmm. But I do think there are gems in there because I'm a gem. You're a total gem. That's what I have to remind myself. Every time I like, I'll be at a bar with friends or something and I'm like, Ugh, I don't want to meet someone at a bar. And I'm like, Taryn, you're at a bar. Yeah. And you're cool. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, you I think you just have to- at a bar. I don't think you should necessarily like- go out looking yeah but like that doesn't mean there's not a good guy no, there literally there's so definitely good a good girl there if you're there so yeah. like we have to just be I think we have to be open, open. and like I always say both can exist you yes. can feel lonely and be a little bit sad that you want someone mm-hmm. while also being obsessed with your independent single like that is literally go-getter life she just described my entire mm-hmm. I mean the majority of the last 10 years of my life yep was feeling kind of lonely, having a great ass time at the same yep. time and like being super productive and successful with do you, careers. Do you remember like th- there were so many times like I'd be in Ash's bed, we'd be watching a movie because that was like our thing. We used to like watch uh-huh. movies in her bed and there would be like, um, like we'd be watching some like rom-com and this really beautiful thing would happen. We would both start crying and then we'd look at each other and be like, I hate my life. I'm so alone. Like we would have we're a moment so and then we would just like crack up laughing and then move on. Like yeah. it's just, it's why avoid it? Why be embarrassed exactly. about it? Exactly. But it's not embarrassing. Yeah, this honestly, this is one of my favorite episodes. I, I think this, this was really topic. cool. Also, mm-hmm. it just again, you sent it to the right people. So. Yeah, because we both are <laughs> so passionate about it. Actually, living polar opposites. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you so much for sending in. I hope yes. you guys are enjoying Supercast because we are we definitely are. Um, and yeah, that's all. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.